Welcome to the Garden of Wellbeing podcast. We take you on a journey inwards to give you the tools to cope with challenges in life and to be the best version of yourself. Each of the episodes looks at a specific area and incorporated the science of health and well-being with the personal experience of a journey of change from negative to positive. In this episode, Mickey talks about feelings and stress on how our perceptions of stress are often skewed. Mickey gives an example of this and talked about the remedies of accepting and letting go. So, let's hand it over to Mickey to take it on from here. Hi there, and welcome to the Garden of Wellbeing podcast. My name is Mickey James, and in today's episode, we are tackling two massive subjects, feelings and stress. So if I was to ask you, how do you feel right now? What would be your reaction? Do you feel excited because it's Easter weekend? Do you feel frustrated because we're still in lockdown? Do you feel afraid? Do you feel scared? Do you feel vulnerable? And the other thing that needs to come with that is how do we process our feelings? Is it okay to feel frustrated? Is it okay to feel pissed off? Is it okay to feel vulnerable? And the answer is yes. So what normally happens is we are very, very dismissive towards feelings. We regress them. We push them away. We dismiss them as being insignificant. And they are significant to us in any given moment or situation in time. And it is also the way we process them. If I was to ask you the question on what the difference between the feelings of excitement and anxiety, what would be your answer? And I'll just give you a moment to think about that. The difference between excitement and anxiety in the feelings And going into it and thinking about it, it's like this churning sensation in the stomach. It's like this fluttering sensation. They call it butterflies. And there's no difference in the feeling. It's our perception and how we perceive it is all the difference. And this is where the change comes in, is like taking that and going, well, what is this situation? Why am I feeling this way? What is this situation? And is it positive or is it negative? And that is the first thing that we need to do in getting in touch with how we are as human beings, because we function on any given day. And out of that day, we would be very, very seldom looking at the way we function, the way we feel, the way we act, we, the way we react, our emotions, everything else that makes us up is all taken for granted or pushed to the one side. I remember being in a meeting there recently and somebody shared something that was really, really significant. And the usual thing is, is, ah, but they're going through that. I shouldn't feel this way. Why? Why deny yourself those feelings? Why push them away because somebody is going through something worse than you? 
we could look at it in another way. Given the grand scheme of things, and you do a comparison, what they are going through against what you're going through, and what you're actually doing there is you're not denying yourself that reality to have those feelings and own those feelings and let them belong to you. There is so, so much, I mean, like, in the culture I grew up with and a lot of what I heard about Ireland and things like that, you didn't bring stuff home and you didn't talk about feelings and emotions. Guys didn't express themselves in the way of feelings and emotions. And somebody like me, who is diverse in their own rights, would never think of letting on about feelings and emotions. And this week, I've had a lot of them coming up. I've had a lot of excitement. I've had a lot of anxiety. I've had a lot of uncertainty. I've had a lot of fear. But I processed it all in the way that it was supposed to. I sat with those feelings. I took them on board and I owned them. And this is where most people, they get something. Oh, I don't like the feel. I don't like the way that feels. How are you going to change it? And what most people would do is they would run and substitute it for something else. Dismiss it because it wasn't apparent to them and they don't want to do that. It's not a pleasant experience. I sat here the other day feeling absolutely depressed and down on myself because there's so much going on in my life at the moment and there's so much... Um, conflict going on that I just hit the floor and went, do you know, what's this all for? Why? Why? And if you ever get to those points of questioning yourself, why? Turn it around and say, why not? This is the way it is right now and it is okay too. And like that now, feelings can be very often intertwined with the word stress. And stress, as much attention as it gets publicly, is so misunderstood. What makes you stressed? And I bet the, that word, you have people coming to mind. And this person stresses me out. My job stresses me out. And everything else stresses me out. And what part do you play in that stress? Because stress is more of an internal factor that is created by an, an external environment. And like that, it's like you see somebody that annoys you. Something going on in work that is putting pressure on you. And you allow it to put pressure on you. Somebody does something to you. Somebody cuts you up. And I'm guilty of this. I am guilty of this. How would you get a fecking move on? You know, get your foot down to somebody who's going slower in front of you. But who is ultimately suffering? Are they suffering or are you suffering? And this is the questions that we need to ask. And it is that process and that elimination and the way we deal with it and the physiological reaction that goes on within us that is what needs to be looked at.
So looking at stress in it as an internal source, what actually happens when we get stressed out? Well, our mood changes. If we get frustrated or angry, we become enraged. We start to think a lot different. And the process that goes on within is our body starts to secrete the hormone adrenaline. Our heart starts to race. We start tensing up our muscles. And we therefore start to initiate a process where we can seriously hurt ourselves. A lot of comorbid issues are caused through stress. And it is really, really amazing on how much of the body's muscle strength and things like that that can hold stress. Ever heard the expression that we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders? And where is the most prominent point to get trigger points through stress? And they're like the little bands of muscle. They're the little points within your, 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 your body that you feel like pay, sharp pains and things like that or a dull aching pain. And that's all caused by stress where the muscles contract, but they're not releasing. And like that for myself, I've held a lot of stress in for a lot of my life. And learning to let go is extremely, extremely difficult. Even though you can be conscious of it, relaxing the muscles is another thing, especially when you're so used to uh, tensing up and and going into that that underlying tension that you you're kind of used to throughout your everyday life. So before we start to blame anybody around us, it always comes back to us. And the simple way to think of this now, if there's one finger pointing out, there's three fingers pointing back. So what doesn't sit right with me? And I've used that scenario many, many times before. I've used that scenario to the point where if somebody's annoying me, what doesn't sit right with me? And there's a lot of people that I know that I annoy. They don't like me. I walk into a room and I go, oh God, here we go. And it's not my problem. It used to be a problem that I carried with me. It's like, why don't they like me? And I have, that's the thing. Like, we go into this whole thing and we go, why doesn't people like me? What are they thinking? I must be doing this wrong. I must be doing that wrong. And it's like, would you ever stop? So all we need to do is stop. And that whole thing of, it's like the snowball effect, that when we start on this pathway, it soon propels very, very quickly and consumes us and overwhelms us. And it is having the, the initiative to pull the brakes on and say, whoa, hang on. I've been doing a lot of reading there recently on like um, the, the, the books, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And that was something that I had never really gotten into. And he's talking about the now, what can actually affect us in this very moment what actually matters right here right now and the fact i can take 
my next breath and I can keep breathing and I can keep going. That's a simple start. But nothing else matters in the here and now. There's things going on around me outside that I have no control over. And I've come to realise that over a period of time. There's the external things outside of me I have no control over whatsoever. What another person says about me, acts or the way they react to me, I have no control over whatsoever. It is how I process that and react to it that really, really makes the difference. And this whole thing of changing is, it's massive. It takes practice and it's going to be ongoing practice as we keep going throughout life. Now, in the past series of podcasts, I had mentioned several things and I started getting into like character strengths and things like that. And I keep mentioning this whole thing of like practicing it. So we've all heard of meditation and meditation is um, been a big buzzword in the industry and wellness is now the big buzzword of the industry and all the rest of it. But what do they actually mean? Have you heard of the word mindfulness? What do you think if I mention that word mindfulness? What springs to your immediate thought and reaction? Does it come up with doing a meditation, body scans, guided meditations, focusing on areas of your body? Or does it mean the way I present and I behave in my everyday life. And if you're thinking the latter, then welcome to the world. Mindfulness is our presence of everyday living. Quoting the wonderful John Kabat-Zinn, it, it is the essence of our practice, of our every fibre and being, that we need to perfect. Being mindful is like going into the shop, saying to the, the clerk behind the, the counter, how are you keeping today? Oh, well, I had a situation the other night, Sonny, you know, my, my, my child wasn't very well. I'm very sorry to hear that. You're engaging with people and you're feeling their pain and they're upset and you're feeling their joy and you say you're reacting and you're engaging with them and you're aware of the scenario around you and you're aware of the people around you and you're aware of the temperature what the what senses you can get your smell your taste your sight your hearing everything they all stack up and they are our mindfulness practices. It is not something that you lie down and do for five minutes every day. And people will argue that. But it really, I do listen to the likes of John Kabat-Zinn, who created the concept of mindfulness meditations and the practice of mindfulness. And I remember saying to myself at one stage, I was listening to this guy and I was doing his meditations, his bodyscapes and all the rest of it. And it's great to become aware and to have that presence. And I went, 
I listened to a YouTube video of interview with his the one day, and he said, this is something I practice in my everyday life. And I went, I so want to be like that guy. And I've sat here today, and mindfulness is something that I practice in my everyday life. I don't get it right all the time. We are human beings. We are bound to get things wrong. There are undoing practices that we have built up over the period of time. And this is what this series of podcasts is aiming to do, is to undo those practices and to get you concentrating on all senses within you and to focus on all your strengths to ultimately ultimately be the best version of you. And this is the thing that I will say now, I never edit these podcast so if i stumble on a word you're going to hear that too you really are at the the initial stages i would now i don't i just get them thrown out sit down talk about what it needs to be talked about and throw it out there and this is the thing is being present and being aware and allowing yourself to be wrong and not giving yourself a hard time When you feel down, when you feel let down and feel frustrated, feel fed up, feel pissed off, whatever. I'm going to give you a scenario now that was a friend of mine and it's just sprung into my mind. And I was talking to this guy and it was a bit of a a relationship thing going on and feeling jilted and feeling let down and... uh, The response I got was, I'm not feeling down, I'm feeling pissed off. And I went, what's the difference between the feelings? They're both negative feelings. They're both negative. What's the difference in the feelings? And there is no difference whatsoever in them. It's the way we process them. And so many people find that difficult to comprehend So the first thing that we need to do is we need to get in touch with our feelings. How do we feel right now? Are you feeling any different to when I first asked that question when we started this podcast a number of moments ago? Or are you feeling the same? How do you feel right now? And how is that relevant in your life right now? And is it okay to have these feelings? And if it's not okay to have these feelings, why is it not okay to have these feelings? And if it's not okay to have these feelings because you should be not feeling this way because you need to be there for somebody else or you should know better, why should we know better? This is the way it is right now, and it is okay to. These are our feelings right now. So let's accept them. Let's invite them in. Give them a cup of tea. And then through that whole process of accepting, we can let it go. How do we let go of this whole thing? What's the best way to let go of stress? There are many forms of it. But stress has to be released outwards. Personally, I like listening to music. I like going off cycling. 
I love being outdoors. And that is my stress relief. And in the coming times, I'm going to be walking a beach every day. That could be debatable <laughs> with sand and everything else. And it is having that connection. And, but having that connection with ourselves and allowing ourselves to have those feelings. And the more we start to practice this, and the more we start to keep it going, the more we start to look outside of ourselves and the less we get stressed. Now, right now, I am in my final year in college and there's a lot of assignments piling up. And we're in the last five weeks of my course. And there are concerns. There are causes for concern. Because I have interviews to do and I need to get them done and transcribed and start to break them down and all the rest of it. And yet that concern is there. Am I getting stressed? Absolutely not. Because what I've learned is that only escalates the situation. It only makes the situation worse. So I have to realize that this is the way it is right now and it's okay too and things will work out the way they're supposed to work out. Anything else on top of that, I'm putting my two penneth worth in and it is always only going to add to the level of tension of the work that I need to be doing. So I just go with the flow and I just accept things for the way they are and that's okay too. And things always work out. And if I, they don't, we tried our best. And that is all that can be said. And like that now, going forwards, it is that practice that we need to get into. The whole thing of putting all these things together and realizing that everything all fits in. I'm going to give you a story now of what's happened to me in the last week. And there's been a lot of feelings and emotions coming up for me. And I mentioned this in my last episode, wrapping up March. And these feelings date back to childhood. Feelings of insecurity, of neglect, of abuse, of bullying, of everything else that was going on. And the, the feelings of vulnerability of wanting to do things, but never being afforded the chance to do it. And uh, it caused me to be down on myself, really, really was down on myself. And what I've been doing there is I've been doing some work around this. Now, what I will say, there may be times you need to trawl over old ground to get the desired results that you need to. Just be patient with it and keep going with it and work through it. Because sweeping things under the carpet and saying, well, the past has happened. It certainly doesn't cut it in my eyes. And I've seen so many people have that approach and they're not dealing with the whole thing. They're not making peace with themselves because they're still holding parts of themselves that experience that trauma and are not letting it go and are not forgiving themselves. So these emotions have been coming up with me there this last week. 
And uh, I mean, it really was a kind of a situation. I'm starting work there in a month's time. And uh, where I'm going is a good distance away from home. So I need to travel there. And my old little old car is, she's hanging on in there. And I applied for a loan and they turned me down. So I thought, why? Why? What have I done? Why? So anyway, I applied for, a um, not credit card, an overdraft to help me start off because of the transition and I got turned down. And I phoned up the bank and I said, well, why is this happening? Why is this happening? So I questioned it and I challenged it. And the person I dealt with was very, very obliging. They helped me out immensely. And I, I was approved the loan. And I started going into regret and things like that. And uh, this whole thing started the ball rolling again of feeling insecure, feeling less than, feeling not good enough. And it was okay. It was okay because when I was talking to this person on the phone who gave me the news of the outcome, which was very, very positive, I was looking at a little car that I was looking to buy that would have been practical for me to go to work. And it was also fun. It was also a car that I've wanted my entire life. And I was never, ever afforded the opportunity. I actually bought a little car there when I was 16 years of age. And I was ridiculed and I still remain to be ridiculed to this day. I wanted to do a car up. I wanted to restore a car. I was never encouraged to do it. And I was ridiculed on this. And of course, I made mistakes. But that wasn't good enough. That went against me. So I bought this little car. And I was looking at it. And I went out to, to look at it yesterday in the flesh. I ended up buying it. And I come back last night and I sat down and I wrote a little thing out for my inner child. Are you happy now that we bought the car? And what I've been doing is I've been writing with my non-dominant hand. That connects with the inner child. And the, the, the question, the answer come back was yes. I am now starting to satisfy my desires as a child and as a teenager and going throughout my whole entire life saying I have a value on self now and this is applicable to anybody this is applicable to you guys you can have all this so I'm just waiting now and we got the Easter weekend and all the rest of it I'm just waiting now for the money to clear and it's just going into my bank it'll be Tuesday possibly Wednesday and I pick this little car up and it's absolutely beautiful and she flies, absolutely flies, and she's got the fuel economy. Now, the old car that I've got is sat outside of my place now. And I mentioned before it being at the age of 16 of wanting to do a car up and restore it. And I still want to do that. So I'm taking my little old Deu, little old Polish car, and I'm taking her off the road. And I'm going to work on her and restore her and clean her up and take the parts off them and get them shot blasted and, you know, do a good job of restoring her to her former glory. Because the car deserves it. She's only 117,000 miles on the clock. And what's it going to cost me? 
nothing. What's it going to give me? Life satisfaction. And that's the thing that we've all denied ourselves, is that whole little desire that we had as children. We went through our childhood, and there were situations that we faced and come across that shaped us to where we are today. And it is those situations that give us this whole feeling of insecurity and things like that. Thank you, WhatsApp. The basic nurturing and loving that we are so lacking and missing in our lives. And, um, you know, we deny ourselves all this. We deny ourselves our, the rights to the way we want to be. We often put people before ourselves. Yeah, but I've got to do this for the kids. Be a role model. Do it for yourself and the kids will follow. You know, and um, I'm not denying myself anymore. I really ain't. Um, that is just one of the, the avenues that has happened in my life there recently. And it has made me realize just the sort of level and the depth that I was pushed to and the kind of tolerance I had to go through in life of not feeling good enough or not feeling warranted. I also remember back to when I was 18. I remember back eight years ago to when I was homeless in a beaten up old camper van parked at the side of the road. And I'm going to be passing that spot every day. And that spot holds a particular part in my heart because going forwards now, the opportunities are there. I have this podcast. I have my job. I have a lot of things going on. And it is an absolute honor to be able to do it. It really, really is. It's an honor to be able to get to this stage. And one of the things that I come to realize is somebody that I, I see most days and they are where I used to be in temporary accommodation, down on their luck and wanting to make, make better themselves. And I remember getting that opportunity to say, we'll accept you. And acceptance is a massive thing in a person's life. Rejection is so, so demoralizing. And I've had so many doors shut in my face throughout the period of time. And I've got something in my heart now saying that I would love to help people out going forward. I'm going to be doing this in my everyday life and work and things like that. I want to be able to help people realize their full potential. And I'm doing it through these podcasts and I'm doing it with other programs that I'm probably looking on doing in the coming times. I'm not going to say too much on that, but we all deserve a chance. No matter what we've done, we all deserve a chance. So with that, I'm going to leave it there. And I'm going to wish you all the very, very best. Have a safe and happy Easter. Stay safe. Look after yourself. And as always, have a nice day. We thank you for tuning in. Episodes are produced weekly and are available on all major platforms such as Spotify and iTunes. 
Be sure to check out our Facebook page, The Garden of Wellbeing Podcast and hit the like button to keep informed of upcoming information and promotions. We also have a Patreon page where your support helps sustain this podcast. There, you can find more in-depth content and access to the whole catalog of episodes. This Garden of Wellbeing Podcast is a trademark name of Wild Atlantic Waves Media. See contact links in the description or our Facebook page for details on advertising and sponsorship. Thank you very much, and stay safe until next time.